0: The spectacle presents itself as a vast, inaccessible reality that can never be questioned. Its sole message is, What appears is good. What is good appears. The tautological character of the spectacle stems from the fact that its means and ends are identical. It is the sun that never sets over the empire of modern passivity. It covers the entire surface of the globe, endlessly basking in its own glory. The spectacle is the ruling order's non-stop discourse about itself, its never-ending monologue of self-praise, its self-portrait at the stage of totalitarian domination of all aspects of life. The spectacle is capital, accumulated to the point that it becomes images. Excerpts from The Society of the Spectacle, Guy Debord, 1967, translated by Ken Nabb.
1: Put a chink in the armor. Winter too warm, unleash
0: a Alright, so you are in the middle of this investigation. Um, you've just gotten uh, information on Isaac Gonzalez, who is a uh, former employee at the um, at the molasses tank site under Purity Distilling. And you've also gathered a bit of useful information from both from your investigations of uh, Mr. Jell, who's the, the manager of, of the Boston operation, and from looking around at the tank site itself. You know that the tank right now is not full. It's not as full as it was when the, the disaster happened. Uh, you know that it is leaking heavily and that it seems to be uh, giving, like shedding bits of metal inside, I think was the implication that like, when they clean the inside of the tank, bits of metal come off. And uh, they've gotten threats uh, about anarchist bombings. And there's been kind of a shifting level of concern about them. Uh, People tend to bring Gonzales's name up as sort of an alarmist, but at the same time, there are clearly like armed guards on duty protecting this tank because of bomb threats. So that's a little, it's a weird confusion. And you know about this cut-up man going by the name Ronald Reagan, who it's unclear to you, I think at this point, exactly what he's been doing. He seems to be going around and talking to people. And I think the most concrete examples you've gotten of what he's done is just like, ask people if they have a cigarette and then not smoke it seems to be very subtle shifts here and there now i have to figure out what my attack is because it's the investigation's turn
1: may i ask a clarifying question before you get started go ahead i didn't quite understand you said there was some kind of a tension about gonzalez
0: yeah both uh gel who's overseeing everything and william white who's the sort of supervisor on site at the tank Uh uh-huh when y'all brought up like We're worried there will be a disaster at the tank. Both of their initial reaction was, you must have been talking to Gonzales. As if, like, he's the only person saying that something's going to go wrong, while at the same time, you know that they've gotten bomb threats. So they seem to both be downplaying and genuinely concerned about potential problems.
1: Thank you. That makes sense.
0: All right. It is now the investigation's turn. And... Harmony, you ended up leaving Jell's office, right? You ended up departing once he got...
1: Yes, I, I believe I stormed out.
0: Sam and Lorenzo, you're, I think, probably outside the black block and tackle. Yes. And uh, Harmony, you're walking back from Jell's office, from the purity offices that are further in t- into town. And all of you see police cars kind of... Driving along relatively slowly, as if they're looking, paying attention. This is an attack by the the adversary, and it is boosted. This is a, a direct attack. It's not a crisis attack. It's boosted with Kyriarchy. the ruling by the, the dominant people over marginalized people, with an edge of jacuzze. It's an edge because they have evidence of you all doing something wrong so that is a four against your wits bold uh this is to see if you notice these cops soon enough to be able to avoid detection from them looking for you
1: did you say wits
0: yes it's on your wits
2: and is the thing that that they have evidence of us sneaking in to the police?
0: Yeah, it's it's okay. You know, people are asking around, and you've presented yourself with with credentials that you don't have. Um, uh, Lorenzo totally does, but but Sam doesn't. I do not. Um, hmm.
1: And you did say bold.
0: Bold. Yes. Coming in at a four.
1: I'm going to. I don't need to boost. Um, so I am taking a one wear on my wits. Okay. And I think. Harmony is just in a state of focus. Um, she's just very aware of sort of what's going on right now, especially after how poorly things went in Jell's office. Uh, so she's really being attentive to okay. what's going on right now.
0: So do you like, do you duck into an alley? Do you like hide your face?
1: Well, yeah. So for one thing, I am dressed differently than I normally am. Mm-hmm. So I am not, like, recognizable. And, oh, actually, also, I have innocuous as well, which is a trait, which I think means that um, I I just don't get noticed like that.
0: Yeah, you're always boosted on challenges to avoid notice. So, yeah, so it's just kind of because you're always not drawing much attention, um, you kind of have that extra time to be like, oh, they're not going to notice me, so I can... I can just be discreet and the, the cop car drives on by. What about uh, the two of you, Lorenzo and Sam? How are you dealing with kind of stepping outside this bar and starting to get the feeling that some cops are interested in you?
2: I think I have to take it. I can't think of a way to boost my way out of it um, okay. or to block the edge. So I'll take a point of stress um, and I'll take the affliction hounded. Okay. Is that appropriate? yeah, I think so. All right.
3: So I have potential ways that I can boost this. Say for example, if if Sam is preceding me out the door uh-huh. where it's something where we like we see the cops coming and I have to react quickly to try to try to react to it and I kind of uh, I'm stepping through and I kind of sort of pull uh, sort, sort, of, uh, sort of grabs Sam's arm and kind of like uh, just sort of pull him back in. Mm-hmm. um But they, but they're going to spot him because Sam failed this challenge. But
0: well, I mean, that that's a question. Uh, Sam, did they spot you? Maybe not, because you get to decide what that hit means.
3: Well, well, it, it's not contingent on that. The thing that I was going to do. So, so let, let's find out if I can do this first. Sure. Yeah, and
0: Lissa, can think on that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So my thought is to to pull him back in quickly, reacting quickly. Uh, if you would say that that's reacting quickly, then I might be able to use my extra quick trait on that, which is always always boosted on challenges to move or react quickly.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense.
3: So that, that'll boost me to six.
0: Yeah, so you you take wear on your wits and uh, kind of manage to, if Sam's cool with it, kind of pull Sam back into the bar. Um, did they catch sight of you, Sam?
2: I think they probably saw someone come out halfway out the door and dart back in. So if they're like, what's mm-hmm. there, is there movement happening while we're looking around? Then they, then they spotted someone being a little furtive.
0: All right. So, and you're, I, I, I think I'll say that you're, you're able to go out a different way and, okay. and not like, you don't have to worry about like the cops coming. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like they're on a manhunt. Um, but you all definitely get the feeling that like the cop presence is more active than it was, and um, especially for for Sam and and Renzo, like you two are pretty sure that you didn't do anything to like white didn't seem suspicious. no one seems suspicious. so it's kind of it is strange that the cops are more active now. you thought you your your con went better than this. right. so what are the afflictions currently? Sam that was.
1: I have Hounded. Hounded. Does anyone else have any? I do. I have Stymied. Okay. I don't have any
0: right now. All right. Harmony, you're walking back, and it's it's getting into evening at this point. Did you... I think you all said that you wanted to meet up back at the at the graveyard, which you totally could mm-hmm. um, at this point.
1: I think we had a, a, a long plan about where and how and when we were going Mm -hmm. to meet up so I am certain there's a location and a time Yep.
0: (laughs) so do you know what you want your next action to be do you want to like meet up and compare notes first
1: I think I would prefer to meet up and compare notes first although I am flexible okay sounds good to me
0: so you you all meet up in in the in cop's hill burial ground you're in among those gravestones again, and it is the the sun is is setting, and I think we can just say you share the the general stuff about uh, what each of you did. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to highlight if any of you, as players, have anything you particularly want to chat about. Feel free. I
2: don't think so. So I have the name Angelico written down as the person who probably posted the posters.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This an old Italian anarchist who okay. folks folks think is, is the one who probably put up the, the go head posters.
1: Okay. And Angelico's a sweetie pie though. Sure.
2: A sweetie pie
1: who They wouldn't harm a fly. Threatens to blow things up. I mean words are important and it's important to inspire people to proper actions.
3: I mean, he's kind of a spitfire. I, if, if he were younger, I'd be worried about him a little bit. But, you know, he's not. So, you know, I don't think he could really on his own.
2: <laughs> ah, fair enough. So, yeah, I don't know that there's anything else I would want to highlight particularly.
3: I am wondering something. Because um, we uh, we know that that tank's not going to need much help to go at mm-hmm. this point. I'm wondering, because it's not full right now, Would there be any merit in doing something, if we have to, to keep it from becoming full? At least on that day.
1: You mean, empty it out somehow? You know,
2: if we worsen the leaks, that will make it (laughs) significantly, like, so they're not going to get a shipment in that's variable, right? The shipment's planned, it's a hundred gallons, or whatever, a thousand gallons. That's not going to change at this point, probably, because it's probably en route already.
0: Some stuff you know as, as like, as you're being a ship engineer. Mm-hmm. A, we're talking a million gallons.
2: F- okay, fair.
0: B, uh, increasing the existing leaks would be dangerous. Uh, you, there are certainly ways you could empty it, but like, making it leak more the way it is, it would be mean like re- removing rivets and stuff, which would make it weaker.
1: Right, right. That's fair.
0: But mm. I think in general, your, your thoughts are realistic.
1: But we know that the children are removing molasses from it, so you can remove molasses. Now, we're talking about a lot of molasses. And we're talking about a lot of metal-infested
2: molasses, so we definitely shouldn't be encouraging consumption or anything like that. But uh,
1: Well, I don't know that
2: they consume it. Who knows what they do with it? I'm just saying that... We do want to be careful and see what happens when something like a little bit of rust becomes a whole lot of rust and, you know, water supplies, things like that. So reducing the amount of molasses is a pretty decent thing we could do, except that we don't know where to put all that molasses.
1: <laughs> it's
3: a good point.
1: It may be that this is what I'm going to want to do for my attack. You can tell me if you think so, Gregory, uh-huh. but... I want to try and... It's weird to say remember, but I want to try and remember (laughs) the last few or next few days, like, and if I can remember anything Mm. that happened that might be useful to us in sort of uh, changing up the way things transpire.
0: Yeah, give me an attack for that. That's almost certainly mind-based.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking... I'm thinking maybe I could boost a mind attack with my skill at meditation. Yeah, sure. Maybe hear these ideas that I'm hearing from Sam and Lorenzo uh, make me think about trying to remember the future. And so I'm like, "Um, y'all can keep chatting amongst yourselves, but I'm just going to... I'm just going to settle down here for a few minutes and Harmony will sit on a gravestone in the lotus position and do a few ohms and breathing exercises. And then this will, my attack will be um, a bold eight Uh, and an edge. (laughs) Well, I mean, I do feel in a way prior research is relevant because I did already (laughs) live these days.
0: <laughs> yep. That seems perfectly reasonable to me. Are you Yeah, you're you're probably like taking you're the sort of character who would like take notes and write stuff down, right?
1: Yeah, I literally have a fountain pen on my list of resources.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I cannot block that. So, the investigation is going to take one point of stress and also take the affliction timeline. So, you've got like your notes on everything you can remember, and probably pulling in some from, from Sam and Lorenzo as well um, on just like what happens when. Um, I think a big thing you remember is you've been talking about how much molasses there is, and you remember that on Sunday, which is the 12th, today is the end of Monday, the 6th, there was a big ship that spent basically all day. Sunday moored just like in the harbor just outside the the tank and you remember vaguely seeing tubes and stuff going to it and your best guess and and kind of describing it to Sam and, and chatting about it you suspect that that is the molasses delivery. So the disaster happens the 15th that delivery arrives on the 12th and finishes on the 13th so that's a that's kind of a a marker that the the way you're thinking about it is like that's probably the point at which after that you'd need to do drastic action to change the outcome of the situation i mean you'd probably take drastic action anyway to change things but um at that point it becomes even more severe uh other factors you do you do kind of remember a, a gradual increase in tension over the course of this upcoming week, um, as just there's more news about more stuff anarchists have done, additional kind of uh, anxiety about prohibition coming up and, and about more news coming in from from the, the ramping down of the war efforts. And so it's you're kind of in a situation of the closer you get to the date, the more difficult things are going to become. You also remember that over the course of the upcoming week, there's going to be a lot of talk in the local uh, leftist community about plans for a strike in Seattle coming up, a general strike. And kind of the general attitude is that sounds very neat. That wouldn't work in Boston. So that's sort of another, another bit of factoid that's like, in the that's going to be in the mood that's something you could affect so the adversary now has t- networked and timelined networked being that you you now have kind of a network of people you can talk to to gather more information
1: uh well after i come out of my meditative uh state i will share the things that i have remembered with the two of you that is a allusion to tony morrison's beloved. Uh, Thank you for that. (laughs) Do you think there's any chance we could talk the dock workers into striking? Because if we had a general strike here, then it's possible the boat couldn't even dock. And certainly the molasses couldn't be transferred if there were a strike. But doesn't that just delay it? I mean, delay, one, seems good, right? And two, we'd have a general strike, which, honestly, that's something that we really have been working towards, so. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure about the political part, but, I mean, we could. I mean, if we could think of a way to stop the boat from docking in the first place, I mean, that would be good, I mean, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, like it's it's got to be something that interferes with shipping lanes or the ability to transport it once it's at the dock or something. And you've got a good point. Messing with personnel is a solid way to do that.
1: I mean, we could probably blow up the dock, but are you kidding? Um, no, I'm not.
0: Lorenzo, it is your turn. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> you're you've got the next spotlight for uh. processing this information <laughs> or you could go and we could follow a different thread hmm,
3: hmm, 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 hmm. as a quick reminder i know you recently <laughs> you just went over things but can you uh remind us how the adversary is doing right now
0: yeah so it's the adversary has taken two points of stress out of nine and it's got three other boxes tied up in in NPCs, some of which have been taken care of, some of which I've set aside because you're not currently, they're not in the initiative order right now. Right. Um, so it's got four boxes open and it's got uh, the afflictions networked and timelined in the sense that you have an information network and you have uh, just sort of a general layout of like, here's the sequence of events that's going to happen before the, before the 15th.
3: Okay. Um, before I suggest a thing in character. I just want to have a quick mm-hmm. meta question here for folks. Um, do we think there might be value? Uh, but before we before we I, I do something that might continue us down this this path that we've been talking about, which I'm not ruling out in any way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I'm wondering, do we feel as though there would be value in trying to hunt down Isaac Gonzalez if as, 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 as someone who might have more information? or I might have seen something. It's really just a hunch more than anything else right now, but it's a name we we picked up from there.
2: Yeah, we've got his number. I think it could be useful to talk to him, especially if he knows an alternate like another way to disrupt things that doesn't involve the yeah, a full strike. I mean, I think we can pull a strike off like with the networked affliction and some other social stuff to 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 do it technically. I think we can We might be able to hound people into doing it, but um, he might be like, hey, go pull this plug. (laughs) So, yeah.
3: Yeah, okay. Okay. And we've got his, uh... oh, that's right, we do have his number, don't we? -hmm.
2: We got it at the bar. The bar, okay.
3: All right. So I think what I'll I'll say at this point is, um... okay, okay, before we get into possible logistics of that, (laughs) <laughs> which I can't believe is something I'm even considering right now but you know given the circumstances I guess that's where we are
2: sometimes I guess we have to be a little bit uh, of a group of anarchists I guess
3: I can't believe this yeah. I cannot believe this okay all right all right all right all right now
1: you read one poem and then Let's... next thing you know <laughs> I have several pamphlets If if you'd like to do some reading
3: not just right this second. Thanks. Listen, um, before we before we start getting into the possibility of blowing things up or what have you, or at the very least organizing some kind of a something, uh, can, can we at least try calling uh, this uh, uh, Gonzalez because this is, is, you know, I figure he might he might have seen something, might have, might know something about what's going on here. Maybe it's the only lead we've got aside from you know Ronald Reagan, and that's you know.
1: That's such a weird.
3: Somebody is gonna be hiding out from us.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with that sci-fi sounding name, who needs? Yeah. I, I think that's a great lead to follow up on Lorenzo. I think it'll also give you an opportunity to really uh, contemplate the benefits of a general strike. Great. Yeah, <laughs> Wonder,
3: wonderful. win all around. okay. I, I,
1: I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna call him. Okay. I, I think Lorenzo would probably feel safest using the phone in the firehouse, probably.
0: Yeah, the only the only factor there is just, you know, your coworkers knowing that you made a call.
3: Yeah, there is that. I don't think they're going to mind if I bring um, these folks in necessarily as, you know, people people walk in and out of the firehouse all the time. Kind of a deal there. They've probably some some of the folks at the firehouse have probably seen me talking to Sam uh from time to time, so I mean it's not a big deal. They might not be as cool with Harmony? Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm going to
0: say me. that that the the dual thing of you bringing in a woman and them recognizing them maybe recognizing her as as someone who hands out pamphlets she i mean she they probably wouldn't kick her out but
1: i am dressed very differently and innocuous so i don't know yeah
0: this is this is true
1: also lorenzo i was really hoping i'd have an opportunity to slide down that pole is that going to be an option it looks like fun
3: i mean we let kids do it sometimes
1: would you maybe if you'd like you can just um introduce me as a writer which is true
3: i i gotta say i think some of the fellows there have heard of some of the stuff that you've circulated around so i don't know if uh that kind of profile is one we want to keep right now you know what i'm saying
1: well i don't i'm good i'm trying to say is you do not have to say that i'm an anarchist writer if you do not wish to do so
3: well, obviously. Uh,
1: I can be doing a human interest piece on the wonderful firefighters who protect our city. That sounds like woman's work, don't you think?
0: Oh my God. Does the
1: Boston Globe hire women?
0: <laughs> All right. So it sounds like she's going to end up in in the firehouse, um, but uh, no one gives you a really hard time. Lorenzo, you're able to kind of go into the, the semi-private room that where the phone is it's probably like the phone's probably in the room where like there's also cleaning supplies and stuff um just to let people have have private conversations cool all right and you ring up gonzalez and a woman picks up the phone uh she says uh isaac gonzalez's place
3: hey yeah this is uh, lorenzo Caligari with the uh over over at the the firehouse yeah, the, the, the city has got us doing some checking around about some things, and I understand that there were some concerns voiced by Mr. Mr. Gonzalez about some uh, some issues in one of the nearby buildings, and I'm just trying to gather as much information as I can about it, and I was wondering if it would be pos- possible to talk to him.
0: Oh, we've we tried to put that whole mess behind us, uh, but uh, I'll tell you what. He's, he's, uh, he's eating right now, but if you want to stop by uh, after dinner, uh, I mean... Guess there ain't no harm in in talking. Uh, you know where we are.
3: Uh, let me just make sure. Where's uh, c- can I get that address again, just in case?
0: Yeah, she gives you the address. It's it's quite a few blocks away. Um, it's a few, it's a mile or two away. It's a real long walk.
3: Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, sure thing.
0: So, are you headed over?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna come come back and basically let them know I've got the address and that we yeah. can we can go and uh, chat with them after dinner
1: <laughs> i don't suppose either of y'all has a car that we could take
2: oh no <laughs> suddenly we're merry in boston
1: <laughs> sorry
3: i'm sorry i listened to i listened to car talk again today and it just it's uh, it's it's pre- it pervades me more and more each time we do this it must. Uh, <laughs> you can probably get a cab or something yeah, I don't think they're going to let us take the wagon on this one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Taking the fire truck might be a bit much. Yeah.
1: Before we leave, though, what, <laughs> did, what did we decide about this pole situation? It's for the it's for the human interest story. I want to end the article with a banger. I, th- I
3: I think it'd be it just just narratively speaking, I think it would be amusing if someone like Patty just is like let lets her slide down the pole while I'm having the phone conversation. Yeah, probably probably uh, <laughs> as
0: you're hanging up, you hear like. <laughs> A uh, shout and a cry and, you know, this is, this is the 1919's and she's sliding down a pole as, and then like some applause in the, in the firehouse.
1: <sighs> I've got quite a rush from that.
2: And now you can just erase <laughs> innocuous from your sheet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, innocuous didn't, didn't, stop applying very, very early.
1: Um, <laughs> so, down the fire yeah, in the pole, innocuous, As soon as wait. you shouted, oh, to go down the pole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a mistake for me to play this character. <laughs>
0: so with uh, the the hubbub caused by all of that and the you know, the, the time that it would take to, to find a cab at this hour and so on, still faster than it would have been walking, um, but it takes a little while for you to, to get over there and it's it is solidly nighttime by the time you, you get up to to Gonzalez's place. And um, as you get there, you hear footsteps on the fire escape of the building, and um, you see a figure dart out of an alley and start running back east, back towards, kind of basically back the way you came. Oh, uh, Lorenzo, what do you do? This, is, this will be your attack, your reaction to this. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: okay. Well, that significantly adjusts things. Um, <laughs> I'm like... Sort of, so I, I imagine we're sort of come up to the building we're just sort of looking back and forth and sort of, sort of, uh, we hear the sort of clatter from the fire escape <laughs> and just sort uh-huh. of look over and I'm just like, okay, I guess we're doing it this way and <laughs> he's going to run after him.
0: <laughs> okay. Give me an attack.
3: <laughs> okay, so uh, once again, I'm extra quick, so I am boosted on this challenge to move or react quickly. <laughs> um,
0: And, uh, let me see if you're just straight up chasing, that's probably a body thing. And if you use your trait, you'll be boosted, but you won't do wear unless you, you spend something else. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. May I ask, am I targeting the adversary or am I targeting something else? You're targeting this person who is an expert.
0: Okay. And you certainly don't have to bring in anything to boost if you don't want to.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about it yet to really know what it is that we're dealing with. Yeah. Tell me if tell me if this qualifies. Mm-hmm. Um, as basically, I feel like uh, there is perhaps a chase a, a chase scene that is going to occur, uh, whereby um, as we're both sort of sort of starting to run through the night, I have to jump over a I have to like jump over a barrel. I have to grab as as we're heading around a corner. I have to sort of uh, as a trash can gets uh, kicked down in front of me I have to kind of either jump over or kick another one out of the way hmm. and try to get at it I'm sort of afterwards I'm just like hey hey buddy we just want to talk and um I'm wondering if that qualifies for the use of the drama edge
0: sure that sounds totally appropriate to me so that's what's your number this is presumably versus vigor that sounds like it's uh
3: yeah this is probably versus is gonna be versus vigor because I'm trying to overtake him uh, so that's uh, boosted, so that's going to be a six with an
0: edge. Okay. Um, he's going to use his running skill to boost that. So um, you aren't doing wear, so that means that he manages to avoid the attack entirely, and that he's boosted his defense up to an eight. It's very vigorous, and he, uh, he kind of looks behind him, and... You get the impression, as he keeps running away from us, you're, you're chasing, you're keeping up with him, but you haven't caught up with him. You have the impression that maybe he wasn't fleeing until you started shouting and jumping over stuff. Dang, hey, And maybe you spooked him. But now, now he is fleeing you. And he is going to try and shake you. Just just to kind of keep the understanding of the scene in my head. Sam and Harmony, are you also chasing or heading into the Gonzalez place or what?
1: I'm wearing heels. I'm
2: too old for this shit. <laughs> Sorry, we I mean, now I have Danny Glover in this. Um, <laughs> I'll head towards the house. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna chase fucking people down. No. Okay.
1: I- I'll go with so, Sam. Head towards the house.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so you're you're heading into this this tenement building as lorenzo chases this person is going to try and shake you lorenzo he's gonna duck into in uh like side alleys he seems to know this route well okay you definitely get the feel of like this person runs th- through here a lot like he really th- somehow knows he knows the parkour route through this area
2: Hmm.
0: which is it's kind of i mean jogging isn't really a thing yet so it's that's that's a bit weird so this is he's going to be using his caution skill and he's making a bold attack of six against your wits with the edge of drama himself actually no i think this is concealment because he's like trying to break line of sight
3: yeah okay let me take a look here i cannot block it
0: okay that's
3: two stress coming your way
0: does he manage to shake you off entirely? Or are you keeping up with him?
3: I think that given the circumstances, given a couple of narrative things, I think maybe I'd like to spot or see something that perhaps I don't know what it means yet. Okay. Um, but I think he gets away. All right. If that makes sense. Mm.
0: Okay. Um, you kind of, as he's turning a corner, he, he happens to like have to duck through a streetlight and you see his face. Um, you don't recognize it, but um, you'll be able definitely be able to recognize them again if you see him. Okay, um,
3: great. Let's see. I have to figure out the name of it. i the, some of the afflictions that I could take here. I realize I can't so much, or it's not as appropriate because I still have the, uh, the the boundless endurance.
0: Right. So you can't be like winded.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That was exactly what I was thinking of taking for a second, and I was like, no, wait,
0: I can't do that. Disheveled or something that's like frustrated. Yeah. yeah more social or yeah, frustrated.
3: I'll go frustrated if I can. Okay.
0: So you take one of those stress on your on your track, and um, the other one is an affliction, and you clear any wear that was on your wits. Yay! And meanwhile, uh, Sam, we are to go a little frame by frame. Um, mm-hmm. You're now a black man and a white woman, late at night, coming up to a stranger's apartment. You have called ahead, but you're not the people that called.
2: Right. I'll uh, pause. I'll. Look down the way Lorenzo hauled ass. <laughs> Feel like uh, he's pretty fast. He's
1: uh, does all right. Yeah, that was quite the the speedy exit. Yep. Well, he left us in the lurch with the uh, great quickitude. Maybe we should have had you call. Uh, well,
2: you know, wait, is Halloween a thing in nineteen eighteen? Sure. Okay. Yeah we are standing here like two children afraid to go to the door and ask for candy okay you should just well no i guess
1: i should all right this is i believe in you you've got this sam hmm all right may i just Mm-hmm. Briefly
3: mentioned, I don't know how long the chase will necessarily take, but depending on how long you ha- your, this conversation yeah. takes, there's a chance I might be back this by the is time true. you get up
2: there. I was dawdling on the, <laughs> the sidewalk.
0: So what's the plan, Sam?
2: Oh, I knew someone was going to say that at some point in this campaign. Okay.
0: This, this is I will say this is a lower class neighborhood, so you're probably less out of place than you would be. Yeah. In a, in a more well-off area.
2: I mean, I guess I, I mean, what's the worst that happens, right? This whole, this whole thing ends poorly. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll go up to the door and, uh, knock relatively gently.
0: Okay. So you've, you're kind of going into this, this building and going up some stairs because this is a, this it's is a apartment. whole apartment building. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're, you don't you kind of, your your general, like, is this a safe place? Thing is like yeah yeah I'm probably okay here like you're not getting the feeling that you're, you're dangerously out of place and you, you knock on the door and um, it opens and, a, and there's a woman there um, and she kind of looks at both of you and she says oh oh are you the, are you the one I spoke to on the phone you didn't say I mean no that's are you the one I spoke to on the phone
2: no Lorenzo is uh, chasing someone down right now literally I don't ma'am I'm not entirely sure what that circumstance is but uh we're with we're with Lorenzo. who is the one that called you?
0: Oh well uh yeah yeah uh, I'm afraid Isaac's headed to bed. Mm. how how urgent is this? I can I can get him up. forgot to ask how long you'll take.
2: Um, it would hold on. okay, so what is the date today?
0: Today is the sixth. okay. it is late on the sixth. okay so you've got a, you've got a week yeah before like stuff starts popping off.
2: Well, ma'am, um this this could wait till morning. That's uh you know, it is it is relatively late. Didn't mean to disturb you or anything, but we could uh maybe uh maybe uh Mr. Gonzalez could come with us for some coffee in the morning.
0: Give me give me an attack, I think. This whole general thing.
2: So, I'm going to save networked. Okay? Because I still think we might be doing a general strike, and I think networked is going to be <laughs> okay. the way that that happens.
0: <laughs> and I think you're you're I think you're targeting an extra here.
2: Oh, okay. Um, who who is is she the extra?
0: She's the extra. Yeah. This is generally like, is she going to be extra cooperative or just polite?
2: All right. I will. I think I'll use my tie with Lorenzo here. Um, Lorenzo got our foot in the door or to the door. (laughs) So this will be a charm attack. Bold boosted with my tie and I will use an edge.
0: It's, it's an extra. So you don't need to use an edge.
2: Oh, you're right. Thank you. Um, so that's a four. Not, although actually I will, I should ask, is this related to first impressions?
0: Um, sure. Then I, you. Okay. talking
2: then it is a it is a two.
0: <laughs> Oh, because you can't because i c- can't boost yep. on first impressions
2: yep there's a previous one i shouldn't have boosted and i did but we'll <laughs> uh we'll do it here properly
0: all right so uh so she doesn't need to boost at all to block that so she she says uh yeah yeah i'll i'll let him know he, he doesn't he works afternoon shift so yeah if you stop by in the in the morning get coffee that that would work are you thinking you want to be out or i mean you all can stop by here
2: oh we don't want to be any trouble ma'am we can um we can take him out to uh saw so there was a
0: i mean i can i can just all right okay all right. okay i'll uh i'll let him know oh
2: we'll meet at nine o'clock
0: is this is this with the this is with the fire department
2: uh yes ma'am uh they are investigating some concerns uh that um Mr. Gonzalez had around the the molasses tank, so we just wanna you know make sure we we hear his side of the story and uh make sure people are being as careful as they should be
0: all right, well, I guess he'll be happy to hear that
2: sounds like maybe he hasn't he hasn't been listened to the way he should be, so
0: that's that's how he'd he'd think about it uh, you all have a safe trip home,
2: yes, ma'am. thank you she uh
0: she closes the door, and probably you come down the stairs uh, about when Lorenzo is is trudging back.
1: You did great, Sam. Thanks, Harmony.
3: Lost him on a cutback in that uh, in those damn alleyways.
1: Uh, well, you sure are fast. <laughs> oh God!
0: An infection. <laughs> 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 It's the accents the accents oh
3: god we, uh, <laughs> it's the it's the goodwill hunting infection oh um, no. God!
2: <laughs> <They're so laughs> it's still what boston <laughs> people sound like in my head i don't know if it's even i suspect yeah, it was a terrible joke. accent yeah. uh
3: i actually can't remember it's been a while i should remember being um, very strong and, uh, yeah i remember i do remember there have been jokes about that yeah that, that have happened so it's uh, I'm realizing it must have been
2: there there must have been issues mm-hmm. um I mean uh, home it was yeah, like twelve, no. so he could only have been so good at doing accents. that's fair that's fair uh so we have <laughs> so we have a a coffee appointment with uh Isaac Gonzalez tomorrow morning he had uh, he's already headed to bed, so oh, know, okay, I figured we shouldn't you know shake him out for this,
3: yeah. I wasn't really sure who that was back there. I saw his face, but that was about it.
2: I was wondering if it's Isaac, but I don't know she's she probably didn't have too much reason to lie, especially if we're there to hear
1: the poor guy out. So everybody has a reason to lie Sam it's yep, yeah, you're
2: right uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Before the <laughs> adversary acts again, I think this would be a good time to, to chat OOC for a bit. So, I think this is a, a good time to talk about a topic that's dear to, I think, all of our hearts. Capitalism. There's <laughs> oh, a, no. <laughs> there, are, there are concepts in um, situationist thought that are uh, surrounding the concept of spectacle that are uh, recuperation or co-optation and détournement, détournement, I bet it French, which is the idea of like this art and, and other concepts, art that is attempted to be revolutionary, kind of being reclaimed by the capitalist system and, and kind of interpreted in order to be actually supportive of the, of the system. And that, that détournement is sort of the the opposite action of that it is a way to take the art produced by the capitalist system and turn turn it towards revolutionary action um and a lot of the work of uh detournement from the from the um middle of the century kind of became culture jamming and so on and if you think of the art of banksy that's sort of what in my head like a lot of the detournement stuff has become is is something which has a very revolutionary feel to it but also is a little bit seems a little bit defanged, and uh that puts me in mind of sort of the the cycles that role-playing games go through where (laughs) um where we see like a lot of very um dramatic attempts at shaking up the status quo of doing like let's take this thing which was this very like commercial war game product and like, make it a, more about feelings. Make it make it different in indie. And we see these these indie movements in in role playing games to to shake things up. And then see those get adopted back into sort of the the mainstream <laughs> stuff. Where D and D is now doing things that came out of the Forge. Um, and and kind of what we're doing here is I think subject to that same challenge, which is how are we able to tell a story about this weird time in history that was about real people without buying into the to the narrative that has come out of it which is that that there's this this spectacle that that thank goodness it's over how do we how do we interface with that
1: i mean i guess there are a variety of lenses through which you could think about games but For me, a thing I find useful. Well, I guess I'm sorry, I have to back up a moment and just say I think one of the difficulties of talking about things like spectacle and, um, you know, whether things are subversive or whether they're um, subverting or upholding (laughs) the status quo. I mean, all of that kind of stuff is very complicated because when you're inside an institution, when you're inside a structure or a system, I mean it's <laughs> I mean it, it's difficult to say like most of mm-hmm. those things are part of that system um, but I often think it's really useful to think about the ways in which capitalist mindsets um, permeate uh, our behaviors and um, our systems um, one of those things is transactional uh, thinking about how the way we engage with other humans are transactional Mm -hmm. or not. And one of the things I like about Rosette is the way in which Rosette is less transactional, right? It's more collaborative and consensual um, and not a particularly transactional system. So I think there's a sense in which playing this sort of game in a consensual, collaborative system is doing more than i don't know trying to suss through like what element of the reflection you know where are we the thing being reflected or you know or you know what i mean yeah yeah
0: Yeah. is the is the transactional thing like the idea of there being a game master who says what happens and players who say what their actions are is that the transactional like the, the dynamic that's being that's different here
1: yeah i mean often in like D type games there are literal transactions you know like it...
0: you're literally spending <laughs> coins and powerpoints and so on. yeah
1: and then also the behaviors are often transactional as well mm-hmm. so you have you know the the reverberations of that cycle um in those kind of games
2: um and sometimes when i think about transactional components of systems. I think about like less that sort of big stuff. And sometimes things like this is a, this is a subset and I I like everything else. This is not dogging on the system, but the God machine Chronicle world of darkness, where you have these short term goals these long-term goals or whatever they're called. (laughs) And you're kind of like weaseling your way into checking these boxes
0: Mm where you're like, oh, if I can say I'm doing this thing, then I get a point.
2: Exactly, right. And then there are other systems and I can't think of any specific ones. I think there's, there's been one played on Friends at the Table for sure, where if you fail a certain way, you get an experience point, right? Mm-hmm. And so making even failure transactional Like I see where it started, which was let's make failure a thing because failure is interesting. But then you make it transactional and it's like you put it right back (laughs) into the Mm -hmm.
0: framework. Where you can actually (laughs) fail at failing.
2: Right. Um, But again, all these systems are cool. This is not me like, Mm -hmm. you know, ragging on anything in particular. But like when I think of transactional things in systems, it comes down to some of these mechanical choices that are innovative and potentially subversive and are in some ways queering and are subversive but i find myself when i interact with some of these having played a god machine god God machine what did you call it chronicles of
0: darkness is the current okay name of it they've changed the name of the system several times to trademark stuff
2: you know when i'm in that system i find it frustrating to engage with that where you know um but then there are other transactional systems i like where like i think Rosette Diceless, the way it handles afflictions and stress and kind of the haggling over how you're going to put your afflictions in place versus your stress and can you get an edge and can you block the edge, like some of that is mm-hmm. is kind of crunchy in a way um, that is that is somewhat transactional. And, and there's haggling over yeah. how can I boost? Can I successfully arrange what boost I want? Um, because it's so soft and, and kind of flexible, it opens it up to being somewhat transactional. It's not like you lose yeah. something if you, if you fail at that, really, but I don't know, that's it's, kind of, it's messy. But so yeah, there's there's that around systems is, is what I would say on that regard.
3: I feel like with Rosette specifically, that the way in which we do that haggling, is very, for me at least, reminiscent of the way that it happens also in Fate, Hmm. uh, where you have these aspects that you have created that are there. Uh, They're these phrases that you generate uh, when you build your character that help describe what kind of person that character is. And they are ways to help remind you to roleplay the character the way that you had, uh, you know, to to hit on the themes that you wanted Mm -hmm. to hit on. and reminds you to to play the character in the way you were thinking you, you were wanting to play them. The I think that it's productive in that case. The the sort of trying to figure out how things fit. Um, there, there is a certain degree of um, well. Let's see if we turn this properly. We can slide <laughs> it into this. Uh, we can slide it into this slot this way. Uh, but uh, at the same time, um, I feel like you know the the skills that we generate in Rosette and. The you know the the different edges they are they they are loosely defined enough mm. that I think that it encourages and generates story as a result of that and I think the same thing happens with fate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I need to figure out a way to use this this aspect. Well, <laughs>
2: yeah. You
3: know, let's let's narrate it this way, um, and I think that does work out. Uh, in that sense, it's it's haggling for good rather than evil. <laughs> I think.
1: <laughs> Well, and That's it's different.
2: capitalists
1: think they're doing <laughs> well <laughs> it, oh, i'm <laughs> yeah. it is different though when like you can feel like you're acting in support of other people and mm. of the community you know or the story that you're communally building i do think that is sort of a different act in many ways than like a strict individual transaction Hey, hey, by the way, I'm wearing my Bernie Sanders mittens, so I came really prepared for this capitalism discussion.
2: (laughs) Now all you need is a a beanie, right? a hat on. Yeah.
0: I think that even, like, the three of us have been playing this system for years now, um, and I think that even we still kind of struggle to to get into that communal mode. I think we, we often our first instinct when we're not narrating is to treat the narrator as the game master and ask the narrator for permission to do a thing mm-hmm, a certain mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah. And, and I think we all do a good job of like trying to make that a conversation to reach consensus where it's instead of being like, oh, narrator, may I please use this skill? It's more like, <laughs> do we think this skill applies? But that's still, I mean, in the you know, the ways that that the transactional mode of thought takes us over like it's it's hard to to get out of that mode of of mother may i with the with the the narrator
2: yeah and i'm i'm definitely prone to having like a like a default setting right like the early systems Mm -hmm. i played well we'll scratch palladium off that list but early other (laughs) systems i played we kind of consider the baseline right and then everything else is kind of kind of diffed off of that to use a technical geeky term but like What's, what are the differences in combat? What are the differences in skill usage? Oh, there's not a list. I will get to make my own. Um, and that's that's just, that's hard to, to break. Um, someday, after, I don't know, maybe <laughs> five years of not playing any d maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll have broken that habit.
1: I think it's also really good to recognize that it's not Um, a switch that you flip either, right? Like, all of these are, like, spectrums and behaviors, and to want to dichotomize things, even into capitalism and anti-capitalism is really, like, not accurate or helpful. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you all. So... Uh, I have uh, before I do this attack by the adversary. I want to slow down and check in with Alyssa. Um, Your character has the Hounded affliction. One form that could take is having police pressure, more police pressure. Um, yeah. Do we want to do we want to push ahead with that? I'm not thinking of of violence or anything like mm-hmm. that, but is that something that it sounds okay with everyone to to push forward with.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, that's that's a okay. pretty logical conclusion.
0: All right, then I guess I guess another thing I'll ask permission for, uh, <laughs> Lucy. It seems like Harmony sort of has a mystical approach to things um, in certain ways.
1: I would agree with that. Can I
0: give her? Can I give her a dream or something? Sure. I mean. Okay.
1: It would. It could probably be like when she's doing shrooms or something. Okay. that yeah, I
0: mean, if there's a hallucinogen involved, excellent. That works perfectly. Uh, yeah,
1: she's almost definitely hallucinogenic. Oh God.
0: Okay. So for the adversary's attack, uh, it is going to target each of your afflictions.
2: Yay. Uh,
0: Sam. I think this mm-hmm. is probably against your nerve. You hear some probably in your in your half-wake state. Hear some some noise downstairs. You're, I assume you're probably pretty restless sleeping on land.
2: Yeah, nothing feels right.
0: Yeah, you hear some voices downstairs. That that at too early of an hour, um, nothing seems to come of it. But a little while later, there's a polite knock on your door, and um, the uh, your your landlord who's basically just an old retired sailor um mm-hmm. says uh hey uh Sam just wanted to let you know uh some cops came by asking to see if there was anyone that met your description uh i told uh, them there wasn't anyone around here like that uh but thanks man just giving you a heads up sure um, so that's targeting your hounded and mm-hmm. uh, your nerve Um, uh, coming in with a, uh, this is a, an edge of enigma because the adversary knows something you don't, um, which is what their plan is.
2: So can I block that edge of enigma? I don't think I have anything that can. I still only have my two starting resources. So I think I take, take a point of stress I think it's. I only have to take a point of stress, or I only have to take.
0: Yeah, there's one. There's one point of stress coming in, but you can take an affliction if you want.
2: Yeah, let me take another affliction. Um, so, I've gone from being hounded, to being. I mean, hunted is kind of a logical progression, of an escalation rather. Um, it's also not very interesting.
0: Would you have a kind of a psychological reaction? Would you be paranoid? Would you be?
2: Mm. Why did it? I took extra compo- I took always composed and not so attractive and that is proving difficult <laughs> to roleplay. <laughs> um
0: KG, I think you can be composed but still like kind of shut down socially.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking about the shut down aspect of like like gritly determined, hmm.
0: focused, fatalistic.
2: Yeah, fatalistic. Like I might not escape this. <laughs> Okay. Um but we can at least we can at least do the work that needs to be done.
0: Harmony, you are are you you're classically educated, right?
1: Uh when you say classically
0: Like Greek you would have oh. learned Greco Roman myths and so on in your writing? Yes. In your education. Mm-hmm. So you've you've taken mushrooms as part of your regular devotional and um you have this this vision in your head of like the, the surface of what is around you peeling away and you see it as this as this tapestry and you you immediately are drawn to the to the spinning of the fates um, but you're seeing this tapestry being spun around you splitting like the 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 cord that it's made out of splitting in two And going into two different tapestries that lump together and get tangled and you can tell that something is happening that is uh that is ruining the way things are supposed to be or planned to be or the way you thought things were going to be and it's it's like things are continuing to fork and fragment in a way that for at least some people would be very unsettling like reality itself is is getting getting torn up by whatever it's being put through. Um, so that is targeting your stymied, and I think this is also against nerve. Um, I think these okay. are all going to be nerve. Okay. Um, so that's going to hit again with Enigma. You don't know what, what it is that is changing that's causing this to happen.
1: Alright, well, I am going to take another Affliction, and I think it's going to be hmm... Um, Maybe I'll take sort of uh, Cynical Or doomed Or (laughs) Something like that
0: Which Which Um, of
1: those Which do y'all like better Would you prefer harmony to be cynical or doomed Which sort of harmony Sounds fun to be around
2: (laughs) Doomed has a certain Like Greek tragic air You could be like Dramatic as hell about it uh, cynical mm. sounds like you're going to stop being an anarchist, which I think might be too fundamental of a shift.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, That's I'm not going to stop being an anarchist. I'm doomed.
0: <laughs> and, uh, oh no, does that mean you become an accelerationist anarchist? Or were you always one?
1: Um, I don't think Har- Harmony's not an accelerationist, I think.
0: Okay, and... Lorenzo, yours is relatively straightforward. Um, I'm Again, I'm targeting you're frustrated, mm-hmm. as uh, when you wake up and you look outside, uh, there are extra guards on the tank now, and you see, like, clearly, you don't know whether they're Pinkertons or, or something, but the security has been beefed up, and uh, you, you think you see some suspiciously well-dressed folk out, like, on the docks, too. So that is targeting you're frustrated, so again... Since it's an infliction, it automatically hits um, mm-hmm. with an edge of enigma, and it's it's uh, it's on your nerve. So any wear on your nerve is wiped, and uh, you have one point of stress in the end coming towards you.
3: I was thinking about uh, trying to uh, go in and, uh, and and try to suddenly conjure up a, uh, a a common resource which I haven't taken yet to uh, <laughs> to try and block the edge real quick. But um, <laughs> sure, uh, I don't. Uh, I ha- I haven't been able to think of anything in the amount of time that we've had yet.
0: I mean, you, for this, hmm, for blocking Enigma.
3: Yeah. It's like, I don't know, but, well, hmm, actually, here's the thing. So, I did not take the, uh, I, I did not take the knowledge of the newspaper article as mm, yeah. a common resource. I mean, that might even be something I could use as a rare resource, possibly, but would that be something that would be situationally appropriate if i'm like thinking back to that and i'm like wait a minute yeah I, okay
0: i think so i think i think that would work you could take just kind of like evidence the knowledge from the from newspaper articles a common resource to to basically use to block kind of edges that rely on you being confused about the sequence of events yeah or if you wanted to have written a telegram to to ashley that would be another hmm. kind of another approach to getting that
3: I think story-wise, it probably, uh, uh, Lorenzo hasn't panicked enough yet to, uh, okay. to to write the telegram, so I think what I'll do, if I may, is I'll go ahead and take the knowledge of the newspaper article as a common resource, um, yeah. and then just sort of be like, okay, no, I can put this into a context. Cool. Uh, vague though it is, it at least gives me something.
0: So you don't take any stress, but that, that newspaper article sticks around, it's not used up, but you won't be able to use it to gain an edge later on. It only is yeah. for blocking for this scene.
3: Yeah. And, uh, does that, uh, because that didn't get through, does that still, uh, does that still wipe the, the wear on nerve or is the wear on nerve still there?
0: Yep. The, the wear on nerve is still wiped because it hit okay. you, but didn't end up doing anything because of your blocking of the
3: edge. Gotcha. Excellent. Cool.
0: So you all have, have woken up. Um, Harmony's turn is next. And, uh, I think you have plans to meet up with Isaac, for coffee i think we'll say that you decided on a coffee place if you just want to meet him there is that
2: yeah i think i said there was a place around the corner that we saw on our way up or something
0: okay all right and so you all meet up there did you did you want to do any planning beforehand or do we want to set this scene there
2: is there any particular angle we want to take on this
1: yeah, I mean, this is out of character. Like, I'm not yeah. sure what angle we're planning to take with this person so that it's my turn is feeling a little bit alarming <laughs> yeah. to me right now. Oh. Well, I, <laughs> so we can either meet Icy or...
0: You probably chat as you're walking because you're all heading the same direction.
3: Yeah, part of the framing was I was thinking you would be using your interviewing skills to sort of uh, mm. try to, oh. try to oh. talk to them and find out things, but that's my own well, imagination.
2: That makes sense. Yeah, we need to tease out like what the story is as well as whether he's trustworthy. That's all interviewee shit. Yeah. Also, how does he feel about strikes?
1: So, um, that was a lie when I said I was um, a newspaper <laughs> reporter. That's, like, that's I... Rude, yeah. <laughs> have never interviewed anyone except for, I guess, like, the person who sells me cannabis, who I guess I've quizzed (laughs) a little, because I think it's important to get, you know, from sustainable sources. Oh, God. (laughs) But, um, maybe there's another angle that I like
0: getting people on our side maybe (laughs) i think i think there are some options let me let me frame the scene a little bit more and i think maybe some opportunities will will arise if that's cool
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. all right
0: so you all uh get to this to this copy house which is i'm i'm i don't know how historically accurate this is but i'm imagining sort of it being kind of dinery it's a place where where there's someone going around with pots of coffee and, and they also serve, you know, breakfast foods, bacon and, and eggs and and all the all the standard stuff. You step inside and at a sitting at a table in, in just sort of general dock worker's clothes or or you know someone who who moves stuff about and maintains stuff, uh, is uh, there's a guy sitting at a table and uh, Lorenzo and he recognize each other at the same time. Uh, this is indeed the guy that you chased down the street.
1: Try as they might, they'd all lose the fight against the dark and tidal mound. Houses would tumble the. L track to crumble
0: the Next time, on Tabletop garden, the great molasses flood. Support around the tank has increased even further.
3: If a wall gets put in front of me
0: on this, We're going to knock it down.
1: I am literally a labor organizer, so I'm definitely trying to lay down some logical, rational arguments here, not just being cute. He takes a moment and shaves and changes to something that's like a
2: little more femme, a little less hard, a little less traditionally masculine. Also, feels
0: comfortable. As you're considering this, the man steps out of the wall. Rosette Diceless was created by Future Proof Games and can be found at rosetterpg.com. Our theme song is Great Molasses Disaster by Robin Eigner and Parlor Game, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 3.0 license. You can find more on Tabletop Garden at tabletop.garden, and you can support my work and get episodes early at patreon.com slash Gregory Weir.